world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. everybody welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the red pill project morning coffee with andrea and vince my name is vince taglavia i am here with my co-host andrea kreft we are live with you every morning 8 30 a.m pacific 11 30 a.m eastern to bring you the financial u.s world health science and other news in the morning and talk about the global situation we find ourselves in which uh tell you what it's gonna be bad, all right. Uh, not really gonna let you down easy. It'll just be straight up with you. Just the question is, how bad is it gonna be? And uh, we slowly watch this unfold day by day. Of course, every evening we have the daily dose with Joshua Reed, where he goes over the unfolding global conspiracy as well, more in depth with uh, analyses and whatnot uh, that everybody loves at 5:30 p.m. Eastern Pacific. I mean, 5:30 p.m. Pacific. 8.30 Eastern. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's what we do here. Thank you all for joining us from across the interwebs. Make sure you're hitting those plus signs on Rumble and liking on Facebook and sharing with your friends to help us grow and continue this journey of spreading the truth through decentralized news and media. Um, we appreciate it. Andrea, good morning. Happy uh, June 21st. It's a Tuesday. Morning. How are you? Happy summer solstice. Oh, thank Today you. is the first day of summer. Is it? Oh my yes, goodness. Yes, it is. Of summer is officially here, Finally. and um, so get your bathing suits out or whatever it is you do in the summertime. Here we, you know, 
go back and forth between nice weather and crappy weather, so it's part of life. That's, that's us. It's nice here today. I'm going to try to get out this afternoon. It is nice here too for today. A, a minute. Oh, thank you. I didn't realize today was the first day of summer, but yes, it is. It, I'm kind of excited. Longest... Even though I will say my favorite time of the year is spring, when it's not flooding. Likewise, likewise. This summer especially uh, is special. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it is the longest day of the year, like you were about to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So turn those lights off, contribute power. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Let nature's sunlight, you know, light your way in the world, I suppose. Yeah. It seems like nobody's saying it's summer. Everyone's saying, like, everyone just talks about it in terms of catastrophic climate change nowadays. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god, the world is heating oh. up, and we're like, it does this every year! <laughs> You're like, it's a heat wave! You're like, it's the height of summer, you crazy person. Exactly. Now, we do have some, I think, weather manipulation going on. Yeah. And uh, some things happening, but... Um, funny how none of this stuff really happened under donald trump but now all of a sudden under biden when they want to push a climate change agenda it's happening yeah we had clear skies and everyone was smiling music was playing in the background while we walked around our cities with trump i don't live in the city so i don't know or whatever our <laughs> you know what I mean. You heard it. You heard I know what you mean. I mean. <laughs> I, I'm feeling a little feisty this morning. So. Oh, I, I, dude. You know what? Well, you're in good company here because uh, these red pillars, they know what's up. Yep. <laughs> and so we're all in this together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've had a rough morning. Kevin decided to join Antifa. Oh God. Yeah. So dealing with that son of a gun is he oh i guess that would be blm i was gonna say he's not wandering around pumping his little kitty fist in the air he's doing all of it so uh told him he needs jesus we're gonna start some he needs jesus (laughs) take him to the church this weekend and try to talk some sense into him you're about you're like i'm about to make you holy Yeah, he's had some bad influences from other cats in the neighborhood over here in the Pacific Northwest, and we see this screeching minority across the world. Are you sure that it's not just a gender or maybe a species identity thing? He doesn't think he's, maybe he thinks he's a rabbit now. Yeah, you know, we don't talk about that, really. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, maybe you should... um, you know, be honoring his pronouns of little nose are right. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's wild, but you know what? Yeah, we're seeing this. This this is kind of the trend of our show today. Unfortunately, it's the, the screeching minority. I called it, and yeah. um, it is the minority. I I do believe that, and they are screeching, and um, some of them are they have terroristic tendencies. Uh, others have psychological abuse tendencies. They have grooming tendencies. They have burn shit down tendencies, and it's just part oh, of this mental illness. Mental illness, yeah. The Who came out with a thing saying uh, a report saying that mental illness is up twenty five percent in the youth due to lockdowns. Um, <laughs> this is stuff like anxiety and 
social disorders and autism autism i'm sure it has nothing to do with this gender ideology they're pushing either all of it all of it the isolation the propaganda because what are people doing when you leave them home they're going on their phones 24 7 what are they doing they're using applications what are those applications well those applications are facebook twitter tiktok youtube yeah, Google. they're owned by the the GD. That's GD is my abbreviation for goddamn. They're owned by the GD globalists. <laughs> yeah, well, and then you've got TV. Look at all the commercials that are on TV and stuff. And if you just plop your kids in front of a TV all summer long or all day long, you know, then and how many parents have time to monitor that? Especially if you're Not, working, if you're a single parent, you're working multiple jobs, or even if yeah. you are a dual parent household, both of you are probably working. You know, people just don't have time to do that stuff, and they're too tired to care. And they don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I told my buddy, I was like, if I had kids, I wouldn't have a TV. I have a TV. I haven't turned my TV on in probably four weeks, five weeks, and I don't really watch much. I'll watch, like, YouTube bullshit, but that's about it. Um, If I I was like, if I had kids, I wouldn't, I would not have TV and, and all that bullshit. They're like... It's hard though, you like, know, because like, I have kids. Yeah, I know. People with kids are like, "Yeah, fucking right. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know what you're talking about." I get oh, that. Right. They're probably right, but at the same time, I would. I feel like I would make a concerted concerted effort to monitor and prevent. Oh, yeah. the craziness from getting through. And that's what I do. You know, um, right now my son's grounded from TV, and he's only allowed to watch it when if we're watching it with him. Yeah. You know, because of bad choices he was making and stuff like that. So, yes, you know, that's me. I was, I have no problem telling him, cover your eyes. You don't need to watch this. If a bad, if a commercial comes on, and I have no problems being like, or just putting it on mute or whatever, I'm like, I can shield him from that stuff, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. And that's, this is how they brainwash us through these devices. Anyway, um, we're going to jump into it. I hope everybody's having a great day. Thank you for tuning in once again to Morning Coffee. Um, Let's let's just jump into it. We're going to start with a little bit of finance. A quick, just a quick thing on finance. Nothing major, nobody panic. Here we go. Here we go. Get out of here. Maybe. Yep. So, believe it or not, stocks are up quite a bit today. Quite a bit. The S&P 500 is up 2.6%. The Dow is up 1.87%. NASDAQ is up 3.3%. This is actually pretty damn huge. Uh, Crude oil is up almost 2% at $111. Gold, $1,840. Silver, $2,186. Bitcoin is also up $21,511, up almost 4%. Interesting, huh, Andrea? This is, I believe, exactly what Josh talks about. Up, 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 big down. Up, 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 big down. The last time we saw an increase in the stock market, let's just pull it right back down. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the S&P 500 chart. Uh, Let's look at a one month. uh, Yeah, perfect. Um, It went up. A month ago, it went, it went up three days in a row. Everybody thought everything was perfect, and then it just uh, 
It dumped. Up, up, uh, down, down, up, down, up, up, down, 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 down. Look. And now it's going up. Big again. up today. We could possibly see another day or two of up, but I guarantee you, this right here where you see a flat and a drop, this is it's my prediction. There. That's where it's going. It's going to drop more than it goes up. I guarantee you coming up here. Yeah. And it's uh, This is my prediction. I'm not a financial advisor and all, any of that, but this is just my gut. I agree with you. And it's what Josh is saying. Thank you, Andrea. And uh, yeah, so don't be fooled. And, and I look. bet if you look at, I bet if you look at a three month, it does probably something very similar to that. I, I, you can look at the downward trend; it goes up and then down, and then up and then down, and then up. And every time it goes down, it goes down further. Yeah, yeah. This is a um, depression. <laughs> this is a the yeah. trend. This is when they say we're in a recession. That's what it means. The economy is receding. Here's a six month chart. Six month chart is showing okay. constant downward trend yeah i mean that's just the bottom line it went up a little bit Even kind in, of in that aprilish area yeah uh here's the one year yeah oh, terrible down 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 it's awful but good news good news it's good news ceos start to push back against woke employee bullying Thank God. Yeah, so this is what I'm talking about. This is the minority screechers in an indication that corporate progressivism may be reaching its high watermark. CEOs are starting for the first time to push back against activist employees, in some cases going so far as to fire them rather than steer their companies into the mire of woke politics, which you know what that causes. Go woke, go broke. So this makes sense. Last week, Kraken CEO Jesse Powell became the latest ex executive to say he has had enough. Kraken, by the way, is a cryptocurrency. He invited employees who felt triggered by controversial ideas to accept a severance package and leave the company. Kraken, a cryptocurrency technology company, wrote in its new mission statement that it will never ask that our employees adopt any specific political ideology as a requirement for our workplace. We recognize that hurt feelings are inevitable in a global organization that it is optimizing for team outcomes both above individual sentiment. The ideal Krakenite is thick-skinned and well-intentioned. <laughs> uh, Powell told Fox and Friends that the company's 3,000 out of the company's 3,000 employees, about 30 have chosen to accept the four-month severance pay and leave, citing their need to express political or social beliefs in the workplace. Comments from the remaining 99% of Kraken employees regarding the policy to keep politics out of the workplace were overwhelmingly positive. He said, quote, I think everyone is ready to go back to work and stop being distracted. Suddenly, nobody has any interest in this anymore, and companies are responding according and accordingly and starting to drop woke said Scott Shepard, director of the National Center for Public Policy Research, quote, I don't think this is the end of woke. I don't even think it's the beginning of the end. But to borrow from Mr. Churchill, I do think it might be the end of the beginning. SpaceX, Elon Musk, blah, blah, blah. So it goes on. But look, 1% of these people are causing all this drama. Whatever. Yeah. Cut that 1%. Everybody else is happy. Bing, bomb, boom. I think that 1% isn't just indicative of Kraken. I think that 1% is indicative of probably the global woke problem we see, the loud 1% minority. What do you think? I 100% agree. And the thing about it is, is companies are wondering why they can't find employees, why they can't find people that want to work. And it's like, 
when you have 1% of your company employees screaming at the other 99%, creating this hostile work environment that nobody wants, is it any wonder that employers can't find employees? I mean, seriously, who wants to work in that kind of environment? And when you see company after company after company after company going down this road and allowing these people to dictate company policy and stuff, it's no wonder that people are like, no, thanks. I'd rather stay unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? People don't want to work when they're being bullied by crazy people. And right. then these CEOs go woke and it's like, I don't think and then nobody wants to work for them. They don't actually care about your gender identity. They don't care about these things. What they're doing is trying to retain their freaking $300,000 paychecks. Um, watch as soon as this starts happening more and more and more, these woke CEOs and stuff are going to start just flipping because that's what they do. They flip, <laughs> they, they follow the crowd because they're sheep um, and cowards and Sad. They're trying to, they're, you know, this is still a capitalistic country. And what these CEOs are doing are trying to make money based on what they think the new thing is and what the new, um, what the new popular ideology is. And I think what they're finding is, is that by letting the, this 1% sc that's screaming the loudest, um, they're like, just shut them up. Just do whatever they want. Just shut them up, right? Yeah. And they're like, because nobody will fight back. And then all of a sudden, they're starting to see pushback, and they're going, oh, shit. What they, did we do? Yeah, and there's a weird leverage that the left has where it's like, are you discriminating against my sexual orientation? Are you discriminating against my race? I identify as black. I'm a black gay pan hand whatever <laughs> you should just stop right there okay you're just a black gay pan <laughs> whatever we'll just leave it oh my god look and i love everybody you guys i don't care what the hell anybody does any adult in their fucking free time but this this whole pressuring other people to to yeah. keep your sexuality to yourself like yeah. i could care less leave others leave others alone for fuck's sake right is yeah i i don't care whether i agree with it or not agree with it it's not my business don't want to know who you have sex with or what you have sex with the kid doesn't need to know any of that information so just keep to yourself yeah. it's like yeah you know i i i don't choose my friends based on um, their sex or their gender or whatever. I, I look for people who are like-minded in their morals and their ethics. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want. I want friends who are good people. Yeah. You know, I, I could care less if you're a dude that thinks you're a woman. If you're a good person and you're not sexualizing everything, you know, I, I don't care. I just don't care. Agreed. All right. Just don't bring, just don't bring it into my life. Yes. You know, I'm not gonna push my lifestyle on you. Don't put yours, push yours on my, on, on me and my family. Yeah, and I think 99% of people are like, okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> but exactly, <laughs> a screeching minority, man. They get together and it makes it seem like there's quite, quite a bit. They're organized. 
and funded by probably George Soros. But they hijack everything. You know, this whole thing, people are taking such a dim view of it now that they hate people who live alternative lifestyles, I guess you could say. I don't know what else to call it in this. I'm just going to use my own term. Uncommon lifestyles. Okay, uncommon lifestyles. People who live uncommon lifestyles, and they're making everybody hate that. And they shouldn't. Like, there's a lot of good people out there um, that are good people that live. And what's wrong? Yeah, and what's wrong with acknowledging that, you know, majority of people are, um, they live the common life that we've seen throughout history, which is a man and a woman get together and have kids. Or, you know, there have been people who have multiple wives and things like this throughout history. But despite that, it's like the normal thing, right? Man and woman, family, children, whatever. What's so bad about saying, hey, this person lives their life differently than the majority? That's a little bit odd. That's okay. Yes, it is odd. It's not common. That's okay. Exactly. We can acknowledge it, and you can say it that way. To me, that's not offensive. Um, That's just me, but, I mean, that's just realistic. We all have differences. None of us are are automatons or robots. Yeah. Like we all live different lives. We all have different thoughts and different feelings and different perceptions on stuff. So, you know, one of the things that just real quick, yeah. Growing up, I always felt weird, right? Like I always felt like I was different than all of the rest of my peers. And I'm like, I would sit there as a little girl and mm-hmm. be like, I just wish I was normal. I just wish I was normal. And as I grew up, I I got to thinking about it and stuff, and I'm like, why did I want that? Why couldn't I just be, why wasn't I just happy with who I was? Just because I didn't fit into the mold that society thought that I should fit into or that I didn't go along with, you know, whatever was happening. I should be happy with who I was. Yeah, and just own I it. look at it now. I'm like, I'm. I was a fairly normal little kid, right? You know. Yeah. I just, I, I was weird in the fact that I'd rather spend my time alone or with animals than with other people. <laughs> so, okay, I've literally always disliked being around large crowds of people and being around mm-hmm. people. Um, me too. And for me, it was weird. You know, that was weird growing up because I didn't want. Every little girl wants, you know, these pretty princess birthday parties. And I was like, I don't want that crap. My parents did that for me once. I begged them to never do it again. I'm like, I don't want it. I don't like it. Yeah. I was very observant as well in that way. Yeah. So I always just felt different and I felt weird. And it took me a long time to embrace my own identity and who I was. I didn't care that I didn't fit in with the crowd. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So we have more of this going forward in throughout today's news. It's kind of interesting. Um, it really is kind of um, evolving. So we're going to jump into a little bit of U.S. news here, starting with Hillary Clinton. Do you want to take a, take this article? Sure. Hillary Clinton's desperate plea reveals the Dems are in big, big trouble. Former Secretary of State and failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton has issued a desperate plea to Democrats, and it shows how much trouble they are in. Democrats seem to be going out of their way to lose elections by elevating activists and causes, notably the transgender debate, which are relevant only to a small minority. What sense does it make to depict J.K. Rowling as a fascist? 
the reporter asked. We are standing on the precipice of losing our democracy. It's a republic, actually. And everything that everybody else cares about and then goes out the window. Clinton responded, look, the most important thing is to win the next election. The alternative is so frightening that whatever does not help you win should not be a priority. Clinton is saying that if the Democrat Party has walked off a cliff and is warning about the more radical members of the party. Side note, if Hillary Clinton is saying this, the internal polling must be vicious. Quote, I think that it is time for some careful thinking about what wins elections and not just in deep blue districts where a Democrat and a liberal Democrat our so-called progressive Democrat is going to win, Clinton said at the time. I understand why people want to argue for their priorities. That's what they believe they were elected to do. Look, I'm all about having vigorous debate. I think it's good, and it gives people a chance to be part of the process, she added. But at the end of the day, it means nothing if we don't have a Congress that will get things done, and we don't have a White House that we can count on to be sane and sober and stable and productive. Hillary's comments come just days after President Joe Biden claimed that Republicans bully kids when they restrict minors from using transgender drugs. A White House fact sheet highlighting Biden's LGBTQ plus executive order accused Republicans of bullying minors wishing to use transgender drugs. Because of discrimination and bullying, nearly half of LGBTQI plus youth seriously considered suicide last year. That's not why at all. The fact sheet explained (laughs) LGBTQI plus people of all ages also face significant barriers to accessing health care. That's not true. And LGBTQI patients face significant health disparities to safeguard access to health care for LGBTQI plus patients and address the youth mental health crisis. President Biden is charging HHS with taking steps to address the barriers and exclusionary policies that these individuals and families face in accessing quality, affordable, comprehensive health care including mental health care, reproductive health care, and HIV and prevention and treatment. Joe Biden is a terrible president, so naturally all they can do at this point is ramp up the cultural war. But even that is helping the massive wave when we come in November. Hmm. You know, um, they're trying to create a mental health crisis because people who are mentally ill and mentally unstable, I think, in my opinion, are a lot easier to control than people who are not mentally ill. Yeah, I think the thing that kind of struck me with this article was maybe this is backfiring now, and I think Hillary's realizing that. They're like, yeah. oh, this stuff isn't our priority anymore. It doesn't actually get votes, and we've just been cheating this whole time, and now I think we have a problem with this election. Um, and they ask what somebody asks, what is the I for in the acronym? And I have no idea. Um, not important <clears throat> to me, to me. Um, you know, it's funny though, because as I'm reading this, I was like, how bizarre, what kind of bizarre world do you have to live in where Hillary Clinton is the voice of reason? She's not. No, she's a crook. Right? She just well, I know she's jail. a crook, but she's like, if we don't get this right, it's going to be bad. It's going to be so bad. I'm oh, like, yeah. You'll be oh in yeah. Jail. I'm not saying that she doesn't have an agenda behind this. I'm like, mm-hmm. but what she's saying makes sense, right? Like, what kind of yeah. weird clown world do we live in where this is the Hillary Clinton is the voice of reason for Democrats? She knows she's fooked. Oh, she does because. I think they might be looking at the the numbers and realizing that there's no possible way yeah, that they like... can cheat on the level that they, I don't know. I still think they. It's going to be crazy. Whatever happens, it's going to be absolutely historic. 
We is, yeah, it is. And I think that we are at a point in time in our history where what we do is going to take us down one of two roads. It's either going to take us down and, and this year is it like this is this is the year that this happens, in my opinion. We either go down the road of full tyranny or we go down the road of saving our republic and enjoying our freedoms. I don't like we allowed them to get away with stealing 2020. Nothing has been done about that. If they steal this election too openly with so many people questioning that election and nobody does anything to stop it, we're done. I like I think we're done. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, um yeah. So here we are everybody. Buckle up. Yeah. Not a joke. U.S. Navy releases children's show-style instructional video to train sailors on proper gender pronouns and creating a safe space. You should I, just play the video. It pretty much says everything that... Yeah, I saw this yesterday. Didn't make the cut, but here we are. Let's go. This is... Oh, my gosh. It's disturbing. Prepare yourselves. Sorry, bear with me here. Hi, my name is Johnny and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Kanchi and I use she, her pronouns. And we're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody that's a good question. A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey guys, you can say, hey everyone, or hey team. Yeah, and now that you say that, another way that we could show that we're allies and that we accept everybody is to maybe include our pronouns in our emails or like we just did, introduce ourselves using our pronouns. But what would I do if I uh, misgender someone? I think the first thing to recognize is that it's not the end of the world. You correct yourself and move on, or you accept the correction and move on. The most important thing I can tell you is do not put the burden of making you feel good about your mistake on the person that you just misgendered. Oh, thank you for telling me that. Yeah, and another tip uh, for you to remember their uh, pronoun next time, it's in your mind. Kind of go through a progression of three good things about the person using their pronoun. So let's say the person chooses to use they, then you will in your mind go, they have a nice shirt, they have a nice smile, they are really smart. So that kind of sticks in your brain. That is so helpful. Um, I want to know, what would I do if I want to know someone's gender identity or pronouns? The most important thing is do not pressure anybody into giving you their pronouns. All right. I'm sorry. Seen enough? I can't. This is what our Navy is putting out as a training video. And how awkward are those um, actors? Oh, it's so awkward. Um, I I actually, this morning I watched that whole video. I just want to say. And then I felt sick to my stomach. Yeah. All I, I just want to say thank you, comrades, for educating us. Um, I'm like, if this, Okay. 
This makes no sense to me. Maybe I'm old school. No, this is bull- baloney. In the military, you're not really supposed to be creating a safe space. Like, you're supposed to be training people to go to war. Yeah. War is not a safe space. It's like, what are they going to do? Fight the fucking crayons? Come on. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) make sure your enemy knows your pronouns before you engage in warfare. Yeah, can you imagine going our, our military going to a foreign country and be like, "Excuse me, before I shoot you, would you tell me your pronouns so I know how to to gender you properly?" Yeah, it's like, "Hey guys, cover me! Don't call us guys. I go by they." We're not them. covering you until you <laughs> until you until we're in our safe space and you pronoun me properly. And they're, it's like, like no, I, I'm just trying to get your attention. Uh, well, and then they try to make things that aren't pronouns into pronouns, like cake. Like cake is a noun. <laughs> it's a noun. It's something you eat. It's a person, a place, or a thing. How else can they express that they're warm and fluffy to others? <laughs> well, you know, if you're fat, I think it just God speaks for itself. So. I mean, um, if somebody came up to me and told me that they were cake, I would be like, you mean you've eaten too much of it? Or like, what? I, I just can't. I'm like, can't, I'm one of those play, that... I don't play I'm, that game. I'm so... I'll, yeah, yeah, you want to exclude me? Cool. I don't play that fucking game. I'm kind of a grammar Nazi, and, like, I, I will correct people on their grammar all the time, just in public. Like, it, it just kind of comes out of my mouth. It's like word diarrhea. I don't know what to call it. And so... I will cry. I, I sit there and will yell at my TV because of grammar issues. I correct my kid all the time. Of course, I homeschool him. So, you know, I'm trying to teach him this stuff. And I'm like, I can't handle it. It seriously makes me nuts. Yeah. Uh, Sakali, I don't know this name. Sakalate over on Rumble says they like gender neutral pronouns like, hey, asshole. <laughs> right. That works. <laughs> right. I could go with that. Uh-oh. I need. Am I frozen? You're frozen. Don't tell me you're gonna fire me again today. Come on. Come on. If I get fired, it's all Vince's fault. You guys know this, right? Let me try to fix this real quick. Um, I can't share or anything, Andrea. So maybe will you just do the audio for the next? Um, sure. Next story, which by the way, act something out. This is um, this was put in place when Trump was president. I don't know if you all remember. All right, so where the next one is Navy Seal use of state parks. Judge's decision. Office has declined to appeal a judge's ruling that bans Navy SEAL or other military training in Washington state parks. This appears to mark the demise of a high profile controversial permitting process that would have expanded to possibly 17 or more parks under a motion approved by the State Parks and Recreation Commission in January 2021. This should be the end of the road to the Navy's using the state parks, said Zachary Griffin an attorney representing would-be Environmental Action Network, which filed a lawsuit in state superior court challenging the commission's action. Excuse me. 
The state had 30 days to file an appeal to the ruling, which was issued May 13th. Judge James Dixon found that the commission lacked the statutory authority to permit the training and also failed to adequately consider the impacts of such training in a violation of state environmental law. Brianna Aho. I don't think we don't have to go through the whole thing, but. Okay, so basically they can't train along the coastlines when it comes to saving people's life is what I'm gathering from this. Well, what they what Trump had done was in Washington state opened up all the parks for Navy training at right before the uh, the coup where they stole the election. And it was just an interesting thing that happened. And I even saw military activity along the coast here. A lot of military at this time was moving through the country. If you remember, we talked yeah. to JR about this. We were looking at different things. And mm-hmm. um, now they are stopping it, which is interesting. And it kind of gave me a little bit of hope on maybe there's a reason why they don't want this thing happening like it's against their globalist agenda maybe you know or or maybe they just need them to take the time to train on the use of pronouns (laughs) yeah they're like you need to do this yeah who knows but looks like we're good now this was that was good good i'm glad we fixed it yeah i'm glad i didn't get fired today (laughs) (laughs) exclusive representative andy biggs Expect house gun controllers to go after ammo and ammo manufacturers. And we saw this yesterday already. Uh, he spoke with Breitbart News Breitbart News about the current push for gun control in the house and warned us to be ready to see gun controllers go after ammunition and ammunition manufacturers. Yeah, you guys, make sure you have your supplies, whatever you need. This is happening because they don't actually now there's I, I don't even want to guess at how many millions of rounds of ammo are out there. Oh, huh. millions. But, yeah. Billions, maybe. But you know, at some point you. If, if you don't restock your supply, you're going to run out. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they don't need to disarm people. Right. This is all, they're chipping it away from every angle, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we need good people. We need people with, I mean, it's probably few and far between to have somebody who can make their own things like good quality bullets. Um, although I do believe it's legal in the States for now. I don't know of any, I don't know of any laws that prohibit people from making your own ammo um but gunpowder is kind of one of those things where that's a little bit trickier because there's chemistry involved um but i'm sure that there are people out there who can who do it yeah the problem how safe it is i don't know it's not something i would it's not something i would be doing right it takes an expert and especially when you have supply chain issues, you're talking about, like you said, gunpowder, metal, machine equipment, power to do so. Well, you could do it manually, but still. Um, it's not easy, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of going off on a whim on random thoughts. But yeah. Buy, you know, if you can, make sure. Stock up on, stock up on ammunition, stock up on stuff to reload your own ammunition. Um, and learn how to do that. Yeah, um, that's an option. Yeah. 
definitely if you're going to go exploring that route Mm -hmm. get the books and understand what you're doing before you do something like that i would not recommend you know people just willy-nilly oh i'm going to try this because it can have some pretty catastrophic yeah dangerous uh, consequences (laughs) you don't know what you're doing oh double uh you want to take this away Sure, it says buy f- your flower now while you can. Western Kansas wheat crops are failing just when the world needs them the most. <clears throat> of course they are. It says this time of year, the wheat growing in this part of Western Kansas should be thigh high and lush green. But as a months long drought continues to parch the region, many fields tell a different story. There's nothing out there, it's dead. It's just ankle high straw. So across oh. Western Kansas, many fields planted with wheat months ago now look like barren wastelands. The gaping spaces between rows of brown shriveled plants reveal hardened dirt that's scarred with deep cracks from baking in the sun. So basically there's a huge drought going across the Midwest. Um, Kansas produces, according to this article, Kansas produces about a quarter of the wheat used in the United States every year. Mm-hmm. So we already know that there's wheat shortages um and stuff coming from you know ukraine and all of that and now with this it's you know not going to be long before flour is the next thing that you can't buy it's it's just one thing after another um in the supply chain peanut butter eggs chickens beef um, food manufacturing plants burning to the ground. Um, oil. Severe droughts. Oil. Oh, I mean, coal. Vegetable oil. Have you heard I mean, the new? Have, have you heard the newest thing now too? Probably. Is coal trains derailing? Yeah, I saw like a There's half been dozen. There's like six of them in the last thirty days. One of them dumped thirty train cars of coal. I don't know if people have ever seen these coal trains before. Yeah. Um, but living in Montana, we had a lot of coal here. We've got some of the world's cleanest coal, or at least the cleanest coal in the U.S. Um, like, it's very desirable. Pure. Very pure. And <clears throat> so there are times where you just see car after car after car. Like, these yeah. these things are long, and they're just mounded with coal. And it, it's an amazing thing to see when you can – you get to kind of see energy moving in its raw form, right? Before it's converted to energy. Yeah. Um, and so when you hear about stuff like this and they're wow. shutting down coal plants and they're doing all of this, it's very scary, especially when you look at European countries that are now moving back to coal because they can't get alternative forms of energy, right? Because they, are reliant on Russia for that. And so there's this big push to get away from those fossil fuels, yet they're having to move to them. Which are debatable as if they're even fossil fuels or if this is just a big conspiracy by the globalists. Oh, I I 100% believe in it. But for lack of better terminology, I guess. Yeah, just saying. But it's crazy. And I think Bye. this is just going to contribute to the energy crisis that we see in this country. And I think it's planned and I think it's intentional. And I think that this wheat thing is the same and we're going to keep seeing more and more of this as time goes on. Yeah. 
and they're talking about the all the cattle and whatnot dropping dead, as you just mentioned as well. And I saw one person make a meme that were like, okay, you know, this place is hot. They said they all died of heat stroke. This place is hot. All their animals are said to have died from heat stroke. This, you know, 10,000, thousands and thousands of animals. But then in states where it's not so hot, they're dropping dead of heat stroke. What? Well, so, the thing about it is, is that in Kansas, um, Kansas, I've been to Kansas in the summertime, right? I lived in Kansas for a summer. It is humid as shit there. Um, normally, or at least it was 20 years ago. And so, but with a drought now, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know much about, I'm not a veterinarian. Well, JTAC, one of the areas it was in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's interesting to see, see this happening, you know, um, there are different things that can cause stressors on animals that can affect their hearts and stuff like that. Yeah. So we've never seen this before. No. I think it's something else. I, I really do. I think they're either poisoning the water or, right. you know, or it's possibly the injections because, you know, a lot of these farmers and stuff inject their cattle with the antibiotics. They want healthy cattle, so, yeah. you know, they inoculate them. And who's to say what's in this? Yeah. Because they're all made by big pharma. Well, people Josh talked to said that they were ordered to kill their own animals. I do believe that there's some of that going around, too. You know, yeah. people are giving... That pers- specifically the first video that went viral... Yeah. They're trying to kill our food supply. You know, that's the yeah. bottom line. Yeah, there's less food to go around. And so make sure you buy your flour. Buy your um, protein, beans and rice. Buy protein that could last a long time. Get chickens. Figure out ways to replenish your food supply naturally as well. We've got to think about these things. It could, it could seriously get bad. So prepare little by little. Or we have a sponsor, redpills.tv slash patriot. That's my Patriot Supply. Uh, redpills.tv slash Patriot allows you to buy short-term, long-term food storage, so you guys can check that out. Uh, redpills.tv slash Patriot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, let's move on. We still have quite a bit to get through. Okay. U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear bid from Bayer-owned Monsanto that could have challenged lawsuits claiming its weed killer Roundup causes cancer. Of course, they're going to cover it up for them. We all know Roundup causes cancer, and the U.S. Supreme Court is just turning a blind eye. Yep. That's the story. Yep. Roundup does cause cancer. Bayer owns pharmaceutical companies and creates pharmaceuticals to cure cancer. Imagine that. What a win-win for them. I know. Those sons of guns, so corrupt. Using Roundup. Yep. This was fucked up. And this is, I think, goes tags back to that Hillary story. Um, There's a video here of... Oh, okay. While police in Louisville, Kentucky are seeking the identity of the identity of a black male suspect who assaulted a Democratic Democrat mayor of Saturday on Saturday on Fourth Street Live. Um, earlier this year, BLM leader and Antifa supporter Quintez Brown allegedly tried to assassinate a Democratic mayoral candidate. 
So here is a video showing an unidentified black male sucker punching Louisville Democratic Mayor Greg Fisher to the ground at a Juneteenth event on Saturday. This is terrible. <laughs> They're attacking their own mill. Did you know this is happening in the streets everywhere where people are just getting socked in the face just for being white or Asian? Yeah. Yeah. Not that I don't enjoy watching a good Democrat get punched in the face or the chest or well, whatever. Well, this is what they get is. for perpetrating this terroristic ideology. It is 100%. If you're going to promote these kind of, uh, this kind of behavior and reward this kind of behavior, then you kind of get what you deserve, in my opinion. Oh, that's just... <laughs> Yeah. But we're not covering that. Um, yeah. I don't feel bad for these people. Right, but they're going to start changing their minds when they realize, oh no, we're all hanging each other up to dry. Democrats aren't going to help Democrats. They're all going to freaking kill each other. Um, figuratively, maybe, maybe literally. I hope not. But look, they're not. Well, the left can attack the left just as much as they can the right. And so... You know, these people that really are the true domestic terrorists in our country, they know that the left is the, are the ones that are disarmed. So if you don't agree with them specifically, because everybody's been taught that they need their safe space, that it's all about okay. them. And if somebody doesn't give them what they want or validate them, then they attack, right? That's what they do. And so it's not going to be long before you start seeing... Um, the snake eating its own head, you know. Yeah, and we're seeing it. And then we had Hillary coming out saying, you know, Don't "Focusing do on the pronouns and the things." And this the is going to backfire on them. Bees. This isn't what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. this is going to backfire on them because now they're they're not making the right happy. They're they're so far gone with that. I think they're even probably pissing the, you know, moderate left off. And now, if they try to come back to center from their radical ideologies, they're going to piss them off. Like, these people that are on the right to the center are not going to be like, oh, everything's better now. No, it's like, I be, don't think people are going to do that. Hey, you guys committed crimes against humanity. That's what it's going to be. Get out of our government. Inslee predicts blackouts, destruction, and death this summer. This is Washington Governor Inslee. Um, what happened? You know, we went from summer of love to blackouts, destruction, and death. <laughs> Imagine that. This is a little bit... Uh, these next few are just kind of like Washington-based stories that I came across just to show you how fucked up these states are that are like Washington State or Oregon or Chicago or New York. This is what we're dealing with. And I had a terrible night. I got woken up <clears throat> by my bladder, and when I went to go to the restroom, I smelled smoke. That's not Um. So I went to go figure out what the hell was going on. So I like went upstairs, make sure nothing's on fire. And did I put the story in here? Yeah. And I. I smelled the fire up 
um, oh, okay. So I didn't find any fire and I went outside and as soon as I opened my front door, it just hit me. Like it smelled like burnt plastic, burnt rubber. It was a little bit hazy outside and I was looking around. I kind of walked up and down my street just to look to make sure none of my neighbors were dying. Couldn't see any flames, but I was like, okay, there's a fire nearby. I started Googling just to check if it wasn't like a street over. So I had to evacuate, you know, I was like, can I go back to bed? Kind of couldn't discover anything. And anyway, this is what happened. Three businesses were destroyed and around a dozen people were displaced by a fire in Linwood early Tuesday morning. This is uh, a few miles away from me, um, maybe 10 miles, but this is what I smelled. And so at 1 a.m. or midnight, these businesses just went up in flame. Three businesses were destroyed and a dozen people displaced after a fire in Linwood, just north of Seattle, occurred early Tuesday morning. I think this is probably planned. This is on purpose, I believe. It says that it's from a significant power outage. It, it, no. Um, it says Linwood police said the fire caused, oh, caused a significant power outage. Yeah, they're still investigating the cause. Because it burned down two businesses and then an apartment complex and then apparently some power lines. That caused an outage. But what businesses just catch on fire at 1 a.m. in the morning? You know They don't. They don't. Unless they're started by arsonists. This is the type of stuff I'm expecting to see in Democrat cities like Seattle and surrounding areas. This is kind of the point. Um, yeah. Moving on. This is Seattle. 10,000% increase in catalytic, catalytic converter theft due to Washington Democrats' law. I think we talked about this law where they won't pursue you. If it isn't a violent crime. Great. But they require you for environmental purposes to have a catalytic converter. And a lot of your cars run, have to have those run, I believe. Um, yeah. Look at this. Under recently passed legislation, ve vehicular pursuits are banned in almost all circumstances. Mm -hmm. This is emboldening criminal elements. This is absolutely. Well, it's the same reason they do this for the same reason that they decriminalize um, your hardcore drugs like methamphetamines and fentanyl and stuff like that. Like it's, they don't arrest people and now for having that stuff on them. Yeah. If the crime or, can happen in one or two minutes, they don't want to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with robberies that are under a certain dollar amount. They're like, Oh, you can steal up to a $999 worth of stuff when you're not going to go to jail. Like yeah. they don't care. So you just, now, all of a sudden, you're going to have crooks that are going to start taking calculators with them to make sure that they're not over that $1,000 mark. Yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> this is also happening in uh, my neck of the woods. Teacher levels veiled threat against parents on LGBT lesson plan. A Bothell music teacher offered a not-so-subtle warning to parents to not pull their kids from his upcoming LGBT-themed lesson. This is a music teacher. He wants to teach the kids about parent uh, families that have two moms and dads. People should be able to love whoever they want. People who are not heteronormative have been treated unfairly, and that's not right, whatever heteronormative means. And everyone should be proud of who they are. Okay, great. He basically said... You guys don't have to send your kids if you don't agree 
in, you know, accepting everybody for who they are, just know that they're going to have, your kids are going to have to explain to everybody else why they're not participating in these really good things. And basically saying, we're going to shun the shit out of your kids if you don't participate in our bullshit. They're threatening, they're threatening bullying. Yeah. I have what's happening. I have a simple phrase for everybody. Homeschool your kids. It's just only going to get worse. Like, unless something changes, this is only going to get worse. And you're going to start seeing before too long, I, in my opinion, um, kids coming home from school and being bullied to the point, and, and not just by one or two bullies, but by groups yeah. of kids. All the they's and them's in the neighborhood. Yeah. And that's just it, you know, is that where does it end? At what point do you say enough is enough? Yeah. Um, and parents even here in Washington State said, what the fuck? So yeah. this is good. They need to do stuff about this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh. One more bullshit Seattle story. Sorry, guys. This is my neck of the woods, and these things just... I just saw one after another, and I was like, what the F? <laughs> Look at this. Seattle Fire Chief bans brownout, pretends it's a racist term. Oh, my God. Well, of course. I mean, why, why not? I mean, what are they going to do when they get to the blackout stage? That's what the article says. Yeah, good call. <laughs> it has nothing to do with race, you freaking idiot. Race? It, it, yeah. Not you, Andrea. This idiot. No, I know that. Rants. <sighs> it's just ridiculous. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. This is like we the Babylon B. This is not a Babylon B article. <laughs> I know, but it's just as, as equally as ridiculous. Yeah. The only the sad part is, is this is true, where the Babylon B is actually parody. So those are made up stories. This is just sad. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go into really. the details. This is just that's all. That's all you need to know. This is exactly what you think it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to take that away with the next? Sure. So Mexican president to meet with Joe Biden and propose Western Hemisphere Union, just like the EU. It pretty much. I mean, there's not much more to it than what the headline says. That's what they want to create. Is they want to create an EU for um, basically the Americas. So South America, Central America, North America. We should we should um, just pull. North, I know. We should just pull a North Korea. Right. Border. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. I agree. Um, I don't know what this map is indicative of. I could not find a legend for it, so I like. I don't know what the green is. I don't know what the yellow means. Uh, it could just be an image that they used. Um, but it was funny because. The Mexican president did not want to meet with Biden during when he held the Summit of the Americas conference in Los Angeles. Interesting. Um, But he is planning on meeting with him in July um, to push this plan to integrate the Western Hemisphere into uh, basically something similar to the European Union, which we all know is terrible, um, would not be a benefit to us. It would hurt our sovereignty. Yeah, so, I wonder. Terrible is, idea. Is this in response to Putin going into South America? And it could be or Central America because I think Central, Putin yeah. went to was it Nicaragua? Mm-hmm. 
which is in Central America, so it's not super far from, you know, relatively Mexico. speaking. Mexico. So um, maybe the Mexican president is nervous about maybe. having Russian troops so close by? Maybe. Um, I think he might be in a tight position there, especially if things are kind of progressing towards the way we think they may be. Um, and I wonder if this is by his own volition or if he's being pressured by the U.S. to do such a thing, maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting to see that they're pushing for stuff like this. Right. I, and, and I think it just goes to show you that the, the countries out there who really are working towards this globalization, you know, um, and the countries that are fighting kind of against it, how all of this turns out. You know, we're definitely in the midst of this war happening. I don't think that we could even remotely say that one side is appearing more of a winner than the other. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to watch it unfold. I think you're right. Yeah. Just prepare. Prepare, prepare. Ukraine bans main opposition party, seizes all assets. Yeah, we covered this yesterday. They have banned the country's main opposition party and seized all its assets, once again undermining the narrative that President Zelensky is presiding over a beacon of democracy. And yeah, he is a tyrant. He is, uh, what the fuck is this mural? That is awkward. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Did you see that Ben Stiller went and visited him and he's like, oh my God, Zelensky, you're my hero. Oh, no, I didn't see that, but it fuck was... Ben Stiller. Yeah, He's fuck Ben Stiller. Kid. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I told you I'm feisty this morning. I, I could care less. He's, I've never liked Ben Stiller. He's a piece of crap, in my opinion. Tell us how you really feel. I just did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. I will always be honest about everything, and pe sometimes people don't like my honesty, and that's okay, too. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Um, <laughs> onward. You want to read this one? Sure. Sri Lanka is collapsing. People are starving. No gas, no electricity. And now the army is starting to shoot at them. Uh -huh. So you're seeing um, cat catastrophic um, results in Sri Lanka. Their economy is completely collapsed. They have no food. They have no gas. They have no electricity. And they're rioting and doing all of this stuff. And so they just are now shooting people. The, yeah. go the, the government has sent out the military and they are shooting people because of the riots. And that's what happens when, you know, you live in a country that can't pay its debt and you face, you know, the stuff that they have faced. So, yep. but it says that they're, hey, you're going to see this more and more across the globe. I mean, there's more yes. people in more countries that are doing this, who are protesting this, who are feeling the effects of this globalization. Yep. And I think you're going to start to see military activity ramp up. I mean, mm. fortunately for us, you know, our military has to ask us what pronouns we are before they shoot us. So, I'm just saying we might be able to, you know, tell them that we identify as a crayon and we'll, they'll leave us alone. Yeah. Look. It'd be like, you can't shoot me. I'm a cat. It's going to be these smaller countries that are more unstable and less established than countries like ours. Mm 
but I think that the large nations won't be far behind from these massive riots. I, I do think that violence. if you start to see any of this in the United States, it's most likely going to be in your Democrat-ran bigger cities like Chicago and L.A. and Seattle and New York and more places. Areas. Yeah, your more populated areas, like your big cities that are in that are definitely blue. Um, I think even places, you know, down in Texas, like Austin, um, yes. that's extremely blue. You could see potentially see things like that. Everyone's so going to um, be demanding their commie handouts. Right. I don't know. Now, in places that are red, like Texas, um, this stuff could get shut down pretty quickly. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. But I think that where you're going to see the most turmoil is in these bigger blue cities. L.A. By design, of course. Yes, 100% by design. And I think that that's where you could start to see the... Um, weaponization of the military against its own people because you know here we've got the national guard now whether the national guard you know who they're i don't know i don't at this point i kind of don't trust anybody including our military um so if they're told to fire on americans will they they might you know i think that's a good question that everybody should be asking themselves i don't have an answer to it some will um but I think that there's, you know, the potential is there, right? Of course. Some will, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, Stat- Statistically speaking, it's just, it has to be true. So how bad is it going to get is the question, you guys. Yeah. And, of course, 29 Chinese military warplanes entered Taiwan Air Defense Identification Zone, Taiwanese Defense Ministry said. That is the third largest air incursion this year, according to Taiwan. They're pushing. Pushing, bolstering. This is... I think they're trying... I think that between Russia and China, they're trying to push the United States into a direct conflict. Yeah. This guy says, part of that zone is over the Chinese mainland. Nothing burger. It's not a nothing burger. uh, In my opinion. This is bolstering and I think they're trying to provoke the U.S. into doing something. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah, let us know your thoughts, um, please. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe they're just, I don't know, flexing their muscles. Of course, yeah. Training, flexing. Yeah, I mean, it could be any number of things. We've got this one in here twice. Oh, whoopsie. All right, lastly with health. Vax 2.0, here we go. Moderna announces human trials of new hybrid flu COVID vaccine are officially underway. Future triple threat vaccine is in the works. So if you're one of those people, you're like, I am, you know, not anti-vax. I'm going to get all of them, but I don't want this COVID one. You might want to rethink the flu shot going forward, too. Um, because they're working on combining it. This is not something new. I heard about this like a year ago that they were wanting to do something like this. Apparently now they are in human trials. If I had to guess, yeah, and this is simply from not having any information about this at all, if I had to guess, they've taken their vaccine, modified it maybe slightly, yeah, but basically repackaged the COVID vaccine as a 
flu COVID yeah. combo and now. You know what they could uh, do, too, in the future? This is just what's happening now. They've mm-hmm. hinted at this. They're yeah. doing the research on this, and that's putting that mRNA vaccine structure into in your food. food. So what happens if you have this tyrannical government that wants to kill its people, hypothetically, um, and maybe realistically? Well, what if they decide, all right, let's destroy the food chain, which we see happening, and then let's give them our... Uh, our mRNA food. food. Yeah, we'll feed them our commie mRNA food. And then we'll really reach our goal of 500,000 population or 500 million or whatever it is, according to the Georgia Guidestones. I, you know, they, I really think that that's a possibility because they, they've got to get, they want everybody to take this. They want to modify our, you know, and I, I don't understand it for certain, but mm-hmm. they, those of us who it's not killing they want to modify us to make us uh, transhumans. Yeah. And um, I think that this this vaccine or it's not a vaccine. No pun intended. I, I think that this this jab, whatever it does and the way that it changes your your DNA, because they've proven that it does it. Those who don't die from it. So it kind of weeds out the weak genetics. Right. While promoting stronger genetics. Yeah. And then it it. it combines with your dna changes your dna and then of course if you can have children um and you pass that on now all of a sudden you've got a man-made created genetic mutation what's it doing you know we don't know is it making people that's exactly it we don't know how it's going to affect future generations because um and i i think they keep working on this like i think that they know that there's a certain level of us who aren't going to get it right. They're going to try to, they're going to keep pushing it. They're going to keep doing this. Um, and then of course you've got children now whose parents are like, no, I'm not going to get you vaccinated. Those children are going to grow up to be adults who they're going to have brainwashed into being able to get this. And so I think we're going to see some really interesting results in the years to come from stuff like this. I would hope that I'm wrong. Yeah. And that people who are not getting these vaccines will continue to stay strong and continue to not get them. But you're right. I mean, we could see this added to our food. Buy seeds. Buy heirloom seeds. Make sure yeah. that your seeds are non-GMO. Yep. There's a reason why you can find seedless watermelons at the store. They don't want you collecting seeds. Right. And if you swallow one on accident, you'll get a watermelon growing in your tummy. <laughs> That's what we were always told, right? <laughs> Americans' belief in God reaches an all-time low, according to Gallup poll. That's weird. Not. These numbers have gone from 98% professed believers to 50%, 50 years ago to 81% in 2022. Well, that's what happens when you take God out of everything. Yeah, this is what and happens. And you destroy families. Remember the VMAT2 gene? Yeah, I think they've already been working on genetically modifying us as humans. I just don't think we were aware of it. And, um, you know, you take God out of school, you take God out of government, you start putting all of this filth in front of children and this depravity in front of them. And it's no wonder you take parents out of homes. 
Yeah. Um, you split families apart and pretty soon you've got this godless society and, and that's what we see. Yeah. And I'm not and people have no morals. Yeah. And I'm not a Bible thumper or anything like that, but I, I have you. nothing. I love Christianity. I love Judaism. I love Catholicism. I love them all. And I think that there is a sacred spiritual history behind all of these things. This is my kind of personal belief structure, which maybe isn't as robust as a lot of you, but I think this is a spiritual war and a part, a big part of this whole agenda, which is why I pulled this article. So you guys, you know, have faith in whatever you hold close and true to your heart and fuck the haters and, you know, do the right thing for you. Um, and that's fine. You know what? They all talk about inclusivity and acceptance. Well, guess what? You have the freedom of religion. So F all them do what you need to do. It's fine and we're gonna keep doing it and we're gonna keep believing in god so boom boom it's okay that's how i feel yeah. and teach your children about it you know yeah. teach your children make sure that you're passing your morals and your ethics and your beliefs on your children don't just take for granted that they automatically believe the same way that you do you know right yeah so don't let them shut down the churches again it's like I told my son, you know, because I don't necessarily fall in line with what people would consider a, an atypical Christian, I guess. And so my son will a lot of times spout off with things. And I'm like, look, you need to you need to have some kind of basis first. I'm like, you got to build you got to build your foundation before you can build your house. Like you can't start questioning things until you learn the foundation of what it is that you're questioning. You know, I'm like, so my family believes a certain way. We're going to teach our son that. And then I'm going to teach him how to think for himself and how to ask the right questions and how to make determinations on what he believes based on his own research and his own thought process. Because I don't want him to just blindly believe everything that somebody tells him. Or be taken advantage of by a cult. Right. But I'm not saying I'm not saying anything in particular. No, oh, no, no, no. I know it, it does know. happen. It does. It absolutely happens. And you know, I don't want him to fall prey to that. But I also, at the same time, don't want him questioning things and just believing things just because I do too. I don't want him, you know, just questioning things because I question them. I want him to have a foundation and a basis for the questions he's asking. I want him to understand why he's asking these questions or why he's looking at things the way he is, you know? Yeah. And I think understanding nature, and I think that's what this is to me, religion to me is understanding nature. And I think that understanding nature is critical in mental health and in, uh, in mental health. I'll just leave it at that. I think it's important to have something there. Um, otherwise I think that there's a potential people become, godless and evil um you know if you think you yeah. know what's the point to life um there is no nothing after there are no consequences there are no there's no point kind of thing i think that it could lead to radicalization yeah absolutely yeah when you teach children nothing about spirituality i, I won't even call it religion because i hate i don't like the word religion when you it's teach them nothing about it's, it's, spirituality, yeah, 
they have no basis for any kind of moral moral standing. Yeah, and if you guys like talking about this kind of stuff, on the Red Pill Project, uh, we have a Zoom room open every day. And usually every night we have a half dozen or so people in there, more or less. Tonight we're going to have probably 20, 30 people with, with Joshua Reed and a Q&A after the Daily Dose tonight. Um, we do have one more story, but if you guys want to join the uh, the chats where we talk about things like this, we talk about politics, we talk about conspiracy, we talk about whatever you want to talk about. We all we talk about it all. Um, yeah. You can go to socialredpill.com to learn more. Uh, www.socialredpill.com. Free to join. Please say hi. We're all there. It's a great party. Good stuff. And we talk about these things almost every day. Yeah. Oh, and then just this. mRNA vaccine decreases sperm count and total motile count. That's right. They're killing off your little swimmers, men. Yeah. So um, don't take the, don't take the jab. And if you have, do your best to take care of your health. Eat well, exercise. Yeah, exactly. A supplement. Or maybe before you go get jab, maybe you should, you know, like save some of your little swimmers. Put them in a don't jar. I don't. I don't. Some... Don't get jabbed. Put them in your freezer. I don't know. Put them in your freezer. <laughs> you don't want to know the pictures that are going through my head at this point in time. Right. <laughs> Improvise. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you guys, oh, please. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Like, I'm sorry. I just you know all I can think is you know mom opens the freezer. Why is there a sock in here? Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm terrible. Uh, summer. Um, <laughs> sperm is the new gold. Yeah, white gold. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, like I said, please join us, the free social network, uh, socialredpill.com, if you want to participate in sharing all the things. You know, we could. It's like Facebook, essentially, except not censored. A little. You know, a little better than that. No, no, nobody's reading your shit, private messages and whatnot. Um, so check it out. Also, if you want to support us directly, you can donate um, at our Give, Send, Go. If you want to check that out, please go to redpills.tv slash go. You could pray, you could donate, you could share uh, and check out that campaign. Without you guys, we could not keep going. So please do go to redpills.tv slash go if you can. And... Um, support the red pill project even if it's a couple bucks to a cup of coffee that helps us tremendously so thank you guys so much um who have and continue to support us um every day um uh, quickly you guys i missed this but yay donated um several things she donated three ice cream and then we've got um Summers donated a couple of diamonds. Yay donated another ice cream. Oh. Uh, Black Jester just donated two lemons. Summer, four diamonds. Oh, wow. Thank you. Four diamonds. Okay. Yeah, thank you guys. We appreciate all your support. And, you yeah. know, you guys are the reasons why we get up every day and we do this and we keep <laughs> doing it. Um, and we have a conversation. You know, it's not just about... Um, Vince and I don't intend or want to put, just push our beliefs off on you guys. You know, we're having, and even Vince and I don't agree all the time on certain things, and that's okay. No, we have. Um, guess what? We get on the damn phone and we just go back and forth and talk it yeah. out. 
We do. And then we just kind of settle where we settle, but we make each other better people because of this normal discourse. But And, and you know, we know that there are people on the app and in the chat and stuff who don't agree with us. And that's fine too. Um, we still love all of you and, you know, we can debate and we can talk about these things. And the most important thing is to remember that even though we have different viewpoints and different perspectives on stuff, we don't have to hate each other. We don't have to agree with each other. It's, it's not about forcing your beliefs onto somebody or forcing your perspective onto somebody as much as it is just sharing information. And even if I never change Vincent's mind, that's fine. I'm not going to change the way I feel about him. You know, you're muted. Oh, so I was saying, if I can't change your mind, that's fine. You could be wrong. Right? I mean, if you really want to be wrong, then <laughs> that's, that's on you. I mean, you believe in your whatever. <laughs> no, and none of us are wrong. I know. It's just different perspectives from different viewpoints. And do you know yes. what? If one or the other of us is wrong, you know, let's say I'm wrong. I would fully expect for him to, you know, not sit there and rub it in my face and be like, no. you're such an idiot. You know, we don't have to put each other down. Um, just like if he was wrong, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Yeah, and it, it takes something. Be respectful of each other. And, you know, that's really the important thing is that we all respect each other and our different perspectives. That's what makes us human. That's what yeah. makes us humanity. We're not, like I said in the beginning, we're not all automatons. We're not robots. Even the crazy people. Look, as much shit as I talk, I don't yeah. care what people do. And I do respect others. They you know, have the so. right to think and feel the way they do. Yeah. I don't have to agree with it. Yeah, it's hard, they do though, need to respect it. To, um, to get along, it is tough. So make a concerted effort to do so. And yeah. uh, love thy neighbor, as they say. Right. It's, violence is never the solution. And unfortunately, the left, um, they, they scream and they cry, and then they get violent. And that's where... The big differences lie now is that they've been told that it's okay to be violent against those that they oppose, and um, I still don't think it is. I think that's you a know. beautiful message. Exactly. I would never punch Vince in the face for being wrong. You couldn't if you tried. Quick. <laughs> You're quick. You're also a lot younger than me too, so you can probably run faster. I'll me. Yeah, I'll run away. Uh, <laughs> like don't have a heart attack old lady <laughs> so it looks like john raider is going to send me something thank you john uh yes we read the facebook comments thank you for joining us on facebook clout hub everywhere across the interwebs you guys we yeah. see it all and we appreciate it um you could also you guys if you want to send anything to us you could leave comments over there on rumble you could join our private social network as i said social red pills social red um Please hit those plus buttons. And yeah, if you would, while you're there on Rumble, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. What's up? Are you getting back to God? I see some people in the comments are like, yeah, you know, people we know and us, we're going back to God. And that's great. Let us know your situation, what's going on, what you thought of today's show, how we could improve, how perfect we are, whatever you want to say. Um, we appreciate it so much, everybody. And we'll be back tonight live with The Daily Dose. Joshua Reed is coming on. And that will be followed by a private Q&A on the socialredpill.com. So you guys take care. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll be back before you know it. Have a great day. Thank you, Andrea, for joining me once again. You rock. Thanks. You do too. Bye, guys. Thank you.